I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. I'm Jay Day and the Day Home Team of Real Estate Teams. Our weekly real estate podcast. What are we going with today, Jay? Well, you know, I think it's important as we talk things that are going on. Let's talk about three factors that affect home affordability. Home affordability. So this would be three factors for the buyer? Yes. To find out if you could afford this place? Yes. Some of the challenges, some of the things that are happening. Because, um, you know, as we deal with inflation, affordability. I mean, affordability has changed for everything. Everything, yes. I mean, groceries. I and mean, we, we were talking with our team the other day and just saying, even if you made no changes in your in your habits, like you were, you know, let's say that somebody was still going to the same job, still buying the same groceries, same whatever. Groceries. Yeah, life. life uh, it's been like a 20 plus percent increase in costs. It's gone up, yes. So um, some of the things that have impacted affordability, uh, number one, mortgage rates. Seems like common sense. Now, as we talked about, rates were over 7% at one point last year. So a lot of buyers were super nervous about it. But, and I mentioned this in our last podcast, we've had uh, one of our lenders we're working with has been quoting just under 6% with no points at all, which, you know, has changed the affordability for people. And, you know, one of the chief um, senior economic, uh, economists at Realtor.com was saying, you know, let's celebrate some good news. Mortgage rates are down with inflation showing a tangible slowdown. I do expect mortgage rates to follow suit in the months ahead. So, Hopefully, we won't hit over 7% again for for a bit. But, I mean, that 6% makes a big difference. One, so, the National Association of Realtors gave a little bit of a rough idea. Um, you know, with a 6% rate instead of 7% rate, that'll save the buyers close to $3,000 a year on their mortgage payments. So, that's a significant number uh, when you look at it with, with owning a home. Um, number two, home prices. The second factor that played into this is our home prices. Home prices have been all over the headlines. Everybody knows they skyrocketed during the pandemic. We were up over 30%. Um, you know, And again, uh, Lawrence June, uh, a chief economist with NAR, says, after a big boom over the past two years, there will essentially be no change nationally. Half the country may experience small price gains, while others may have slight price declines. So... Basically, what that means is the the home prices are not going to go crazy down. They're not going to go crazily up. They'll be maintaining or increasing or decreasing at a very very small percentage. You know, one to two percent. Um, so you know, we're hoping that things will be sort of a little more flat, where it won't be as crazy and chaotic. Now, the other component with affordability deals with uh, wages. So you know, American wages. You know, what's going on with those? So when you think about that, and we talked about it briefly with, it sort of impacts what we were talking about, the grocery store, everything going up. If you didn't get an increase in your pay, all of a sudden, you know, if you if you had, if you were living paycheck to paycheck, people are having to decide, what am I not going to pay? What am I going to cut? If I have to miss something, am I going to skip getting my groceries or am I going to skip cable? Am I going to drop my Netflix account? Am I going to drop this, that? So all of those things come into come into play. And I mean, rates, so they're saying that rates are expected to move lower for the year. Home prices will cool off um, and that'll help with some of the affordability. And, it, and I think, I mean, I've seen locally uh, a lot of the jobs around here, you know, the, the pay is pretty significant. You know, you drive by the rudders, the 
Royal Farm, and you see some of those numbers. More and money like, than we made when we were kids. Oh, and like, going through getting these kind of jobs, two dollars thirty cents an hour. I think that that was the minimum wage when I was doing this. Oh yeah, and to see you can get you know like fifteen, and, or I mean even some of these places paying these crazy bonuses. Sure, um, but. I get it in some ways because everything else went up, and if you can't afford things, you know it, it just creates a little bit of a uh, firestorm. So one of the other things that you and I were chatting about was, you know, the national headlines about, you know, the housing crisis, foreclosures, all of that, all of that stuff. And I just want to sort of put this in perspective. So, you know, when when looking at what's going on. According to the year-end uh, 2022 U.S. foreclosure market report, uh, foreclosure filings were up 115 percent from 2021, but down 34 percent from 2019. So, what the national headline has been, because again, we talk about this, the media likes to find things to scare people. You've been seeing things on the news saying that foreclosures are up 115 percent. Realistically. Um, there was during COVID foreclosures were stopped. There they were not allowed to do foreclosures. So of course, if we go from almost zero to anything, That's gonna there's going like to be it's, yes. it's going to seem like it's up. But you know, Jay, I did not see a million people on the street like I was kind of expecting that. Right. You know, I thought that oh my goodness, this is going to be a national problem. Yeah. But I didn't see. I mean, it may be up a little bit, but not the. Not like I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I mean, so think about it. And again, because I was in business uh, selling real estate when when we went through the last uh, the last situation, it's and I've said it before, it's totally different. Now, a lot of people who are in their homes, they either you know they bought their homes and got a really great interest rate, or they might have refied and got a great interest rate. Anyone that bought you know three years or so ago uh, or later, you know, like so if they bought five years ago, ten years ago. There's equity. So what caused the foreclosure issue before was, one, people bought at the height, and they got into mortgage payments that required uh, – they were adjustable rates, or they were interest only, or they were balloon payments, so they had to refi. Well, they go to refi, and the bank won't do a refinance because they owe 350 on the house, and it's only worth 300 because values dropped. So what's going to happen? You know, then they're stuck. They they can't. You know, they're stuck with these adjustable rates that have hit. You know, seven, eight, nine percent because they adjust up. So what do they do? They just walk away. Why are they? Their mindset was my house isn't worth what it what I owe. The bank's not going to work with me. And why am I going to? And the payment is something I can't afford. So what do I have to lose? Um, now we have the total opposite where. If someone is in distress, like say that someone does lose a job and they need to sell their home, at least if they sell it, they can make money off of it and have a cushion and have cash in hand where that house, they may owe 350 on it and it's worth 425 So they're going to be more motivated to sell it, where before, if they were upside down, why would they care about trying to sell it? So the timing is totally different. The situation is totally different. And I'm not saying that there won't be foreclosures because there will be because, you know, people pass away. You know, let's say it was a husband and wife and there's no life insurance and the husband passes away and he was the breadwinner. You know, there's all types of things that can happen, but it's just not going to be at that rate. And you need to not be fearful of the percentages because you have to remember any increase from almost non-existent is going to look like it's crazy. You know, you could say, 
there was two foreclosures last month, and this month there was six. And you know that can you know, when you do the percentages, that looks pretty insane. But realistically, is six really a massive number? No, not compared to what we dealt with in uh, in the past. So don't be fearful of that. If you have any questions, you're concerned about it, just reach out to us. Like I said, we were in the business selling homes during the crash that happened before. We can educate you, talk to you about it, hear your concerns, and try to navigate you through things if you are in a distressed situation. But we're still in a great area here as far as real estate goes. Oh, yeah. Just because of where we live, man. Oh, yeah. it's And, I mean, the only negative part of the real estate where we are is that it's becoming harder and harder for people to afford. You got a home of the week? I do. So, home of the week, uh, 252 Blueberry Lane in Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. This home is situated in Shannondale. It needs some TLC, but it's priced that way. Listed for $100,000 on almost a half an acre, two bed, one bath, in need of renovation. Um, if you've been wanting to own a home, even a secondary home out in West Virginia, or if you want to move out there, I mean, there's no way that you could get a uh, rent a place for as cheap as what your mortgage payment's going to be on, on a house like this. If you want to check it out, go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast, and you can see photos right there. I'm Tom. I'm Jay. With our weekly real estate podcast, thank you for listening. Tell your friends all about it.